The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 1015, the passion view. The ladies will discuss our women pickier than men when choosing a partner. What about pre-marriage counseling? Is that a good idea? And what about those who um, exact revenge on ex-partners after finding out the partner cheated? I don't know if that has ever happened to you, but we will find out and discuss this with the ladies coming up. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion at 514-800. You can also email me anytime to laurie at drlaurie.com. <laughs> Dr. Laurie, I hope you'll be bringing your A-game to the show tonight. I've been sitting here in a blackout due to Hydro-Quebec repairing equipment for the past six hours, and I'm a little bit cranky, so I'm hoping for some good laughs with you. I've got a battery radio. <laughs> Thank you, Rick, for that, Anonymous. Um, all right, let me just see here. A couple of texts that have come in that I want to share, and then a few emails. Is it just me or the percentage of gay lesbians is growing in the last two uh, decades? Uh, no, I don't think that the numbers have grown. The numbers of people who are out has grown. Three decades ago, four decades ago, people were not comfortable living their orientation openly. So we're hearing far more about it, but there was a big struggle to get to this point. Like, uh, you know, having spoken to so many people in the LGBT uh, community and the struggles that I've been through and watching documentaries, it has been not an easy ride to get to this point where, at least in this country, they can feel accepted and not discriminated against and, and what have you. So far more comfortable young people these days are far more comfortable coming out than they were when I was in high school. When I was in high school, we had, we knew of people who were gay who were not, they they did not um, come out and say they were. We just kind of, I guess people had assumptions, what have you. They were not comfortable being out. And uh, as a result, I know of two people who committed suicide and it was based on their struggles with their orientation. So that's just in my grade. I can only imagine previous or even after. So no, I don't think it's the numbers that have gone up. It's that we, the, the, you just hear more or the numbers of people who are out is um, far greater now than it has ever been. And I think that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Uh, an email. I just love your program. I learn a lot by listening to your show. I have a concern about frequent yeast infections. I treat it with Kinestin, but it comes back right away if I have sex. Or can it be the frequent use of a vibrator that I use to stimulate my clitoris? Okay, so a couple of things here. First of all, before you treat over the counter, go see your doctor to make sure it is in fact a yeast infection and not 
a uh, bacterial vaginosis that goes untreated. So uh, that's one thing you have to check. So make sure that it actually is yeast before you you, you do it like that because sometimes you can have uh, similar symptoms and uh, you'd be treating the wrong thing. So not getting, not getting rid of it. Some women are prone to yeast infections after having sex. Very important to urinate right after sex as well. In terms of the use of your vibrator, you must clean that vibrator really well so that you don't get any kind of bacteria or anything. So, uh, using, uh, they sell, um, besides soap and water, even, uh, they sell sex toy cleaners and disinfectants. In fact, next week I'll be speaking to someone who created this disinfectant UV system as well that we, that for sex toys that could be thrown in like a box. Uh, we'll talk about that, uh, cause that can be also very useful. So cleaning it really well is, is important. And, um, but otherwise again, check to make sure that's exactly, uh, what it is. Yeah. As one person says, make sure you wash the vibrator properly. That that's a no brainer. You must wash the vibrator very, very well and get a good quality vibrator that doesn't disintegrate with washings. Okay. Um, couples arguments over COVID risks. This is all over the place and we're all so worn out by this pandemic situation already. Big challenges for us all. You are absolutely right. And here's a situation, um, from, um, somebody who, well, she writes her name. So I guess I could say her name, Samantha who writes this morning, we had an all out family fight. It has nothing to do with sex or relationships, but it has to do with family relationships. Our daughter who is back at home has told us that many students on campus are not respecting social distancing or other rules put in place. My husband just said to her calmly, you should just avoid these people. She got upset and said that she cannot go through life avoiding people, but says she wears a mask. We do not want her coming home, infecting us. It just kept getting out of control. She is in college and has been a very good girl since the shutdown and all summer, just being with a small circle of friends. She wants to meet new people and I can see her point of view. We want her to have a good college experience and be happy and we cannot confine her anymore. We are a close family and it is the first all out fight in a year. I understand my husband's point of view, but I can see hers. But when I get in the middle, I became the target. We just finished dinner and there was little to no talking. I know there is no right answer. I know other parents who had the same argument and no resolution. She said she does the best she can, washing her hands, wearing the mask, but she admits the risks are increased and with the numbers of infection on a steady rise since school started, she is obviously right. What are we supposed to do? We all love your show. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's important, uh, to have these discussions. I know a lot of people are in this situation. In fact, Dania, one of our ladies who's on the program, uh, can tell you, but when, when her daughter started going to work and socializing, she insisted that in the house, if she was out of her room, she would have to wear a mask and did not sit at the, the table, the, the dinner table and such to protect you know, whoever was immunocompromised in the household. So, uh, that is, is definitely a worry for a lot of people. I'm sure right now where the even younger kids are in school, it's even more of a worry. I don't know how parents are doing it now. Maybe you want to share your experiences, but 
how are you managing uh, now that your kids are a, a potential carriers, possibly, right? I mean, there's that fear always. Uh, so I don't know how other parents are managing that stress. Nonetheless, it's quite quite a stressful situation. Uh, Dr. Clifford Albert writes in, 20% of yeast infections can coexist with STDs, so get tested. Thank you. Very good. Uh, that's important. Hi, Dr. Lurie. Yeah, it's nice to see how LGBTQ plus acceptance in society is coming along, even though that still has a long way to go yet. And even here in fairly gay accepting Quebec, I think uh, you're right about that. And lastly, uh, just arrived at work and looking forward to another lunch with Lori. I listened to last Saturday from home. This is a person who's uh, a day ahead because they're in Australia. Um, really enjoyed your show. The stupid sex stories are a hit. The last poem was pretty deep and sparked conversation after your show. Just a big hello from the Lunch with Lori gang. Uh, that's from Mindy. Thank you for that. I do appreciate that. It's nice to get uh, feedback and to hear from people, especially from people far and wide who tune into the show, which I've learned uh, we have people from all over the world, which is wonderful. Coming up, the ladies discuss uh, who's pickier, men or women, when it comes to choosing a partner. <laughs> is that a no-brainer? Um, yeah, well, we'll discuss that and so much more. That's coming up. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Tonight it's the Passion View, which means the girlfriends are with me. Paris Mansouri, who is a CJD contributor, longtime CJD contributor, has been uh, with me and executive producing this show for many, many years. And um, she hosts the website Parisology. Dot com plus she does a thousand things other things Dania Beznas is with us she is a, an entrepreneur and uh, a very close friend as well so there's lots of things we want to talk about tonight but let's just get the COVID stuff out of the way for a minute because people I still want to give them a place where people can vent their frustrations and people are it's it's still ongoing and earlier I was talking about I read an email from a woman whose family is in crisis because the parents are worried because the child is going to college and and going out and and being in contact with lots of people so of course they're a little bit paranoid uh, about her bringing it in and as one person said my two kids are in, in two different schools one son claims he wears a mask all the time I'm just happy every morning when I wake up and I don't have a fever and I'm not dead and this is from a parent of like young yeah. kids so I know I know Dania you dealt with that uh, yeah. early on in the or mid pandemic right yes I did I I told my daughter that I didn't want to keep her prisoner at home she's 20 years old and uh, she works, you know, as a hostess in a restaurant downtown. And and so I said to her, you know, if you're going to do that, then you have to live here. Uh, you have to stay away from us. You have to wear a mask in the house at all times. You can go in the kitchen and make yourself food. I left uh, stuff for her to clean her hands properly. She's been eating her meals in her room. We're lucky she has her own room, her own bathroom. Mm -hmm. And we basically um, don't see very much of each other so that my husband and I can feel safe. safe. And she understands it and she has her life. Mm -hmm. So that was the only way to do it. Yeah, it seems to be the only compromise at some point. Paris, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. I know you've you've been pretty secluded. (laughs) I have. Mm -hmm. And my friends have children um, who are just starting high school. And 
under. Mm-hmm. And so now even more than ever, I was like, for a while, it's like, oh, maybe I'll do, you know, social distancing barbecue. Because they're, they're, I guess it's different when you have kids. They yeah. do play dates and the kids are off to school and, you know, they're being accommodated if days, if days where there are days where they don't feel 100%, they won't go to school. Um, but I just don't. I can't imagine what it would be like to have to make that decision because they're out there. They are in classrooms. One of my friends said her child swapped masks with, you know, after (laughs) explaining multiple times to a six-year-old, you're not supposed to swap a mask. Right. They came home and had swapped masks. Right. Um, So none of the people I know are at schools that have been affected, um, but I I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. It's uh, it's hard because I know – as, uh, as you know, I have elderly parents and they don't want to, they can't be in contact with their grandchildren who are now in school. Whereas before that yeah. it, it was much more controlled. So, but yeah. you know, it changes the whole landscape. So of course it's creating, uh, as this person said, you know, a lot of, uh, arguments over COVID anxiety, basically that everybody is feeling, but yeah. All right, let's put that to the side because we could talk about this all night long for sure. And I know everybody is feeling something, but let's get into a little sexier topic if we can. So I was reading a study. It was talking about choosing a mate and looking at genders. So this is uh, basically from an evolutionary perspective. Men generally put greater emphasis uh, for on these characteristics and their potential uh, mates uh, like looks, housekeeping abilities, and desire for children. Okay, those are the three. Now listen to the women, okay? The women put greater value on wealth, generosity, resourcefulness, dominance, ambition, intelligence, education, sociability, reliability, kindness, and a good sense of humor. Now, not necessarily in that order. And not necessarily in that order. But according to like what this uh, researcher was saying, it's women are choosier because they have to be. They need to be from an evolutionary perspective, right? Women are more invested in their potential offspring, so they have to choose more reliable, long-term romantic partners, whereas from an yeah. evolutionary you're standpoint... You're not that smart when you're young to <laughs> think of that, just saying... <sighs> What do you yeah. think? Who's choosier? <laughs> Paris. But honestly, that list, I look at, I don't know which one of my friends, actually, even myself, those those boxes are really nice to check off, but I don't know any man who checks off all those boxes, and I don't know any of my friends, maybe like one or two who got a solid guy, but even those guys don't check off all the boxes. Right, that's so, a lot of boxes to check off. Like men are listening to this and... Well, I don't know if you need all of them, but, uh, you know, men listening to this and saying, holy cow, like, how yeah. how do you get there? That's ridiculous. Um, the list is just crazy in terms of the standards. I mean, you can have some. I mean, I hope that you match that. If they have that expectation, you better match it and bring all of that to the table. Uh, but on the men's side as well, like the whole housekeeping thing, I mean, are you interviewing? Because there are people that you can hire to do those things. And my problem with that list is, is if men still have that list, if you're a provider and, and you are the man, quote unquote, the man, and you want a wife to be, you know, arm candy or beautiful and stay at home, 
then you better be providing for her. She shouldn't be cooking and cleaning. In more ways just than money. Yeah, like she should mm-hmm. not have a full-time job and be expected to cook and clean for you. You know there's it, still men that exist like that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Where are they? Please tell me. No, what? The man who expects his yeah, wife I'm to work and cook? and cook. You know me. Yeah, no. I love this. Uh, bad news, ladies. Jesus Christ died, died long ago. <laughs> um, I just, it, it's interesting because if we look, I mean, obviously it, that isn't the case for everybody. Like, let's be real. This, this is an evolutionary hypothesis or perspective. And maybe at one time this was the way and this is was important before women worked and before the, you know, let's say the emancipation of women, or I guess, probably a little overrated this whole thing. But nonetheless, even in, re, in more recent um, research, it is still, even though there are variations, obviously, there are still many who do look for the physically attractive, you know, mostly in short-term mates. Men tend to look for physically attractive in short-term mates. And, of course, not every woman is seeking a financially successful long-term partner. Like, And what is success? Does it have to do with money all the time? I mean, I'm, I don't know if men want to uh, – <laughs> men who are dating out there, what do you think? Are, are women too choosy? And this is why many are still single. Maybe is that would that be a reason, Paris, as a as a single woman yourself in her thirties? I don't know that just finances is the reason. I think it's just to find someone who has a sense of emotional intelligence. Because at this point, we all have baggage. I think in your twenties, you have a different kind of baggage. You don't know how to deal with your emotions. But when you're in your thirties and life hits you you better know how to deal with it. And if you don't have those strong values that if you're by your mid thirties or late thirties and you know, you don't have a strong sense of family, not that you want a family and kids, but like Mm -hmm. a strong sense of value and connections, integrity, loyalty, compassion, kindness, like those basic things. It's not easy to come by to find someone who's generous and, and kind hearted and spirited and, it's just everyone's like, okay, well, what are you going to give me? What do you bring to the table? Why am I going to stop looking? And it's this concept of, I mean, you've talked about it on your show before of, you know, you could just keep swiping. You can swipe oh, forever. Oh, yeah, you can keep, you can swipe forever. And and I think that's where we're at. So if if you don't check all the boxes, maybe the next one checks all the boxes. Exactly. And maybe the next one. And then it's it's a revolving, a bit of a revolving door. In the end, I think it's important to know out of that list, what's, what are the top things for you, right? What are are the priorities? Exactly. And if you are on your own financially, okay, and you do well for yourself, do you need somebody to take care of you? No, I, I would say a lot of women are not in that position or do not care or are not looking for that particularly. Well, I was for many years financially very independent, owned a business, owned my home, and a lot of men were not interested in that. They were either threatened by it or they weren't interested in it or they, I think, more threatened by it than anything else. So they wanted to be the the providers. They wanted to feel like they were the providers. 
I, I that was the impression I got. And that's the modern day guy, right? Exactly. In, in the Pretty last, much, yeah. Right. We're go- well, we're going back 20 years ago, I guess. Something like 20 years ago. Maybe today it's different. I think there's a lot of very financially successful and independent women out there today. Well, but, I'm looking at two know. of them right now, right? Paris <laughs> and Dania, here you are. The Passion View tonight uh, coming up. We'll discuss uh, revenge. Revenge after finding out a partner cheated. How far at least some women have gone. I don't know how me- how far men have gone, but we'll we'll talk about that. Plus, our stupid sex story of the day after we check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. Before we continue with our ladies, Paris and Dania, let me share with you our stupid sex story of the day. Here's the headline. Guy catches his Russian girlfriend cheating on him after not telling her he actually speaks her native language of course where else am i going to find it on subreddit there's a section called am i the (laughs) a-hole so anyway here's the what the poster uh wrote my girlfriend is from russia i self-taught myself russian and i later lived in ukraine for a bit so i basically speak almost perfect russian i started dating diana four weeks ago the relationship was pretty good and i've never felt the need to speak to her in russian as her english is good and i figured that if she doesn't know i know russian perhaps i can see if she's actually loyal or if she'll talk Uh, crap about me etc we broke up when I found out she was cheating on me I found out when she was at my place talking on the phone to a friend and she explained how she had sex with another guy twice when I was gone and she was lonely and how she feels she made a mistake I said in Russian you're damn right you made a mistake and you can get out of my apartment now She's completely shocked and is asking me how I know Russian and WTF. She's cursing me out, saying I'm such an a-hole for violating her privacy by not telling her I know Russian and being able to understand her private conversations. I told her she has to leave or she'll be forcibly removed. I got a barrage of texts and calls from other mutual friends saying I'm such an a-hole for not telling her I speak Russian and how much stuff I overheard. Um... Um, I told them they were bad for thinking I'm the bad one in the relationship when she cheated on me. And that fact proves I was right to not tell her I speak Russian to find this out. That is your stupid sex story of the day. Ladies, care to they comment? Deserve each, the two of them deserve each other. <laughs> they were going out for four weeks. That's it, four weeks. Not even like a thing at four weeks, is it? Well, I don't know. I guess they they called it a thing. I, he but... was he was just as bad as her for keeping that a secret because he was waiting to pounce on her with something. They right. deserve each other, the two of them. Why would he go into a relationship and set up his partner like that? Like so, it's a setup. Like they how long? Each other. Like he would have just kept this going on for long. Like he would have waited a year and been like, "Oh, I speak Russian. I was waiting for you to deceive me." Like why? Right. Are you and then she would have felt. And even and let's say she hadn't cheated and and it had come out later on, she would have been like, "What? Like that's a. I think that's a pretty big thing to hide from somebody. It's no, huge. Yeah. It's deception. It's so dishonest. It's deception. Yeah. So, ladies, we were talking about uh, women, you know, having this laundry list of things that they want in a partner. 
and uh, a couple of texts came in here. Uh, Men threatened by financially successful women. I think, Danya, you mentioned that. I hope that doesn't mean they won't even consider talking with these women or asking them out. But for being serious and finding a mate, though, I think there should be at least a bit of earning parity. Makes sense. Uh, somebody else said, don't keep the Russian language knowledge a secret. Yeah, agreed. Uh, wow. I always meet men. This is interesting. Who expect women to pay for them. Where does your panel members meet these men between 40 to 55 who are willing to take care of themselves? Paris, have you ever encountered that where (laughs) men expect you to pay for them? No. No? No. I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but no, I I actually don't know how I'd react. Like in long-term relationships, I do find that it's not an expectation, but it's not, it depends on the kind of guy. A Middle Eastern guy, uh, an Italian guy, a Greek guy, no. But I find North American guys are more open to, yeah, like if it's a couple hundred dollar meal. We go Dutch. No, or if I pick up the tab, no one bats an eyelash, which is... Oh, okay. So, but, but you're saying, um... But we've been going out a while. It's okay, not this like is a first, dating, second, third date thing. Well, but when you go out a while, you kind of figure out the finances a little bit, or you share things, or you already know you guys pay half and half, unless the other one says, oh, let me treat you to dinner, or I'm taking you out. That's a different scenario. Yeah, but I don't think it's right for a woman, especially if you're, you know, a good financial position to expect some guy to pay for you that you don't even know. Yeah, just because you're on a date and with I, them. And I, when I was dating, I never said, yeah, let's go for dinner. Why spend so much money? Let's go for a walk. Let's go for a coffee. Let's, mm-hmm. And I always offered to pay myself. Okay, so you always offered to pay your own way. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Lori. I'm on the dating site and they keep asking for more photos. I hate when they ask for that, especially when I have my height and weight listed. They seem too superficial and not my type. I don't know. They are men. I feel like asking them what their bank account looks like. I wouldn't think to ask that, but get so pissed off about more and more photos. So I think this is a woman saying, Mm -hmm. you're you're only interested in the looks. You want to make sure that I look Mm -hmm. good enough for you. So in turn, I'm going to ask you what your bank statement looks like. I don't think that's (laughs) fair in the sense that women, the amount of filters being used on pictures is absolutely ridiculous. And it's the point of catfishing. Mm. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. The point to which women are using filters online. And a lot of these dating sites are connected to social media accounts. And the guy is right. Or the girl, like whoever's asking for real pictures or more pictures I mean, if you send them to and say, these are filter free, this is literally what I look like. I don't blame anyone asking for multiple pictures just because the couple of times I've gone online dating, Mm -hmm. um, the guys ended up looking completely different from the pictures they put online. Absolutely. But like, how do you explain that then? When you find, you're going to finally at some point meet somebody, right? And if you've been faking out on your pictures, what... Like, they might not even recognize you when you go. A hundred percent. Or they fake out what what they do. They're hoping to get you there and that you have a conversation and that you'll like them based on that conversation. It's crazy. You've been lying to them. 
Yeah, but that's like, this is like the stories of people that I hear like, oh, uh, you know, a person posted like a, a, an old, a much older picture and then they're like, you know, uh, 60 pounds heavier in real life than they were in their pictures. And it's like, and they were hoping and when asked, like they were just hoping, well, I was hoping I'd get to sh- my personality to shine mm-hmm. uh, so that they wouldn't care. But the fact is you start the, you start with interaction with a, with already a lie. Yeah. With yeah all... I've mentioned it before. I remember one guy, he said that he was an accountant and he said that he was five nine. I showed up in heels and I was at eye level. And you're he a must tiny have been little maybe thing. Maybe five four, five five. Right. He was not an accountant. He was taking classes um, that are prerequisite to be able to apply to go to accounting school. He wasn't even in accounting school. Right. And I'm just sitting there like, are you kidding me? He's like, so you were a journalist? I'm like, yes. Like, yeah, for real. Really what you do? I'm like, yeah. Oh, he figured like maybe your lives were worse than his life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I really as, am a journalist. As if it's an expectation that the lie should be there. Oh, That's what crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Oh, boy. Here, more more text here. It sucks when a potential partner only wants to have sexual relations and don't like your personality enough to want a relationship but can only objectify. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine that doesn't feel very good. Um, when it I was, could feel really good if that's if that's also what if that's what you're looking if that's what you're looking for. And uh, if you're going in there with like unrealistic expectations, like if you've set the bar at a relationship and the person is looking at you as only a fling, like you've got to check your emotional intelligence. Right. Like why are you even thinking of a relationship with a person who's not thinking a relationship? Who's not with there? You? But some people don't won't tell you that. They may think that they don't want, but maybe they. I don't know. It it should say, well, uh, it's how people treat you. A person can say they love you a million times over. Yes. They they have to show you. Of course. Of course. Uh, well, I I do want to talk about what some women have done as revenge after finding out a partner cheated. Although this conversation, lots of people are clearly have something to say. So, uh, we'll continue with this and uh, get to our revenge, uh, situation. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Tonight, The Passion View with uh, Paris Mansouri and Dania Beznos. We never have enough time to cover all the topics that I want to check out with these ladies, only because we generate so much, and I love it. I love that uh, so many of you are uh, are texting in. But The Passion Poet had to write a poem about the three of us ladies, so I want to share it with you. Another Night with the Ladies, also sexy and sweet. Which one of these women would you like to meet? We have Lori Petito, so sexy and mature. She will figure. What was that? She will figure you out fast. You may feel insecure. Then we have Dania, someone you may find hot. Better be on your toes and show her what you got. Finally, we have Sweet Paris, a personality bubbly and rich. But I bet at least once a month she can be a real nice person. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's from, but anyway. Uh, Okay, I wanted to talk about revenge, even though I have lots of texts that I can share uh, about our our previous topic. Uh, Lots of people have not so great experiences, of course, about pictures and dating and such. But um, the other day I read a stupid sex story about a woman who found out her husband had cheated and posted in her neighborhood pictures of his family basically of the, the, of her and the kids and, and said something about, you know, oh, he destroyed this family and this is your neighborhood, uh, guy and, and blah, blah, blah. But then I've heard other stories. Of course, I, 
like personally, I've heard stories from clients. You know, I had one woman who called up everyone in her husband's address book, basically, and and just and told everybody what he had done and ranted and raved. She ended up going back to him, by the way. Like they ended up, you know, I wonder how she felt after that. Um, I mean, they ended up healing the relationship. It's just that would be that that revenge part would be really hard to heal, I would think, from. Another one who uh, the woman called, I guess the guy was married, called the husband. Um, I, I don't know. Do men exact the same kind of revenge when they've been cheated on? Because you, you, you only hear about like women being scorned. You know, the scorned will watch out for the woman who's scorned because she's dangerous. Just like in that movie, that old movie um, with the rabbit, the stew. What was that? Um, oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. Anyway, where she where the he stalker, cheated. Where she was stalking him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Glenn Close. Anyway, it was, yeah. I, I forget the name of the movie. But uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Paris, she's shaking her head. It's like, <laughs> look, going into, first of all, everyone's definition of cheating is different. You should define it earlier on because to some people having chats on Facebook is cheating to some people it's that's not the point the revenge is the point Paris but the point is that if the person is deceptive and breaks your trust you thank the person who made them do it or who caused it or who brought brought it out they did you a favor buy them a gift and so you can keep them, whether it's a guy or a girl. I like that. They deserve a thank you to have outed them for the deceptive person they are, and you move on with peace of mind. It has nothing to do with you. I It breaks my heart when I see men and women, regardless of you know whether they're gay or straight or whatever kind of relationship they have, if a person deceives you, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them, unless you're a terrible person hmm. and you're trying to, like, uh, poison them on some level and you're being disruptive in their lives and they're seeking, I don't know, some kind of peace of mind elsewhere. It would never but, occur to me to take revenge that way. Never. I, and me now either. we know there's revenge porn. So, you know, I was saying, do men do this? Well, uh, men are often the ones who put out the revenge porn, actually. And I've had um, people who have contacted me about that, about uh, yeah, that's you know, having revenge porn put out on them. So, that is one way that I know that men do it that women generally don't do. So, which I find interesting as well. I would so. never waste my energy on somebody that deceived me like that. Never. Yeah, that's uh... it's like they don't even deserve my energy. Exactly. Let me take the energy to heal for myself and move on. Yeah, so the movie was Fatal Attraction. That was it. Thank you. Fatal Attraction. Um, thank you for that. Uh, there's a YouTube video of a guy, this text writes, who used his camera and walked in on his girlfriend in bed with another guy he suspected and narrated what a bee and a cheater she is. So did it on, on YouTube, and, and there it is. Uh, thank you for all of those who you – I love – my listeners are my memory. Like if I don't know something, they know it. I love it. <laughs> So I just want to share some uh, some other texts. I find that men choose women for their personality and they want their woman covered, but they choose sex partners solely on sex appeal. I don't know about that, but could be. Mm. Oh, there are plenty of women that I meet that because they don't smell money will not give you the time of day. All my friends agree I'm a great catch without luggage, but unfortunately poor. 
So again, you know, maybe if the, I, I don't know, I, this person writes all women. You have women. to find a rich woman who won't care. Yeah, could be. All women are looking yeah. for a rich guy with a big, you know what? Come on, Dr. Lori, it's not a newsflash. <laughs> you see, again, I don't know. I don't think that is true of all women. Uh, when I was dating women in my 30s, it was pretty easy. All they wanted was sex, and that's all we got. I had to go with women older or younger to get a real relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting also. So, well, it goes to show you the the parity, right, of men and women when it comes to casual or non-committed relationships. It's not all women looking to hook a guy and marry the guy. Paris, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, the more, the, it just seems that a lot of people seem to have reoccurring relationships. It's like every guy I date expects me to pay and every woman I've dated expects blah, blah. And I just think what you focus on, you attract and you just, you haven't learned your lesson and you're the same kind of person or mm. you keep the same kind of relationship. It's time to turn the mirror on yourself and start, stop blaming the other people. What a good um psychological assessment there paris uh i agree to i agree i refuse to use filters we were talking about filters of pictures the girls on instagram are so fake looking and men complain that they get catfished it also creates unrealistic standards uh i think we absolutely agree with you and with the russian speaker i agree with the russian speaker if she's cheating how else would he find out Imagine going into a relationship assuming your partner's cheating. That's the first thing. She's the guilty one. I would do the same. It's self-defense and no different from hiring a private detective to make sure you're not being cheated on. Who does that? Would you hire a private detective to make sure you're not cheated on if you have no indication that your partner is actually cheating? Or would you do that in the first four weeks of a relationship? It doesn't make sense. Um... Yeah, so from the perspective of a gay man, I was dating a younger guy who owned three times my salary. He could afford lavish trips and expensive hotels and meals. I was uncomfortable always being treated to some items, but he looked at my humble choices as being low-browed. I broke off after six months. So sometimes it can make you, uh, it can make you uncomfortable, I suppose. I never understood the revenge thing. So you are hurt, you were cheated on. It's over, move on. Consider yourself lucky you Mm -hmm. found out. I think that's what we all agreed. Some never find out they are with someone dishonest. Ladies, I wish we could spend more time together. It's always so much fun. Yeah, Paris, uh, where can people find you? Parasology.com and it's Parasology with an I-E, the N spelled the French way. Wonderful, thank you, Parasology girl. Uh, Dania? Danya at appleandpairdesign.com. Okay. You just don't really want to be contacted, but okay. (laughs) If you need some drop shipping stuff, go to her. (laughs) Thank you, ladies. So appreciated. Thanks to all our texters. I'm so sorry we didn't get to all of you, but maybe tomorrow we can pick up on this on our Trouble Tuesdays. Thanks to Dave Simon, our technical producer tonight. If you want to connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website to drlori.com where you can find all our podcasts, past podcasts as well. Coming up next year on CJD, we bring you the CTV National. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion. <laughs>